What is going on, everybody? You are listening to 90.7 WGCC and the Anchor Podcast app. You are also, um, and you are listening to the J Red Show. Hello, everyone. I am J Red, broadcasting from the third floor of Genesee Community College in Batavia, New York. Got a great show for you today. We're talking about the Buffalo Bills and their 16-10 loss to the New England Patriots. Going to talk about ML- the NHL season coming up, MLB playoffs, and so much more. As always, if you have a quest, hit me on Twitter at JRedShow. And coming up next is Blue Oyster Cult with Godzilla. So keep it locked to 9.7, the Music FM. You are listening to 90.7 WGCC and the Anchor Podcast app. For those listening 90.7 on the 90.7 side, the song you just heard was Disturbed with Are You Ready? Hollywood Nights by Bob Seger and Godzilla by Blue Oyster Cult. And you are listening to the J-Red Show. The Buffalo Bills fall to the New England Patriots 16-10. Although Tom Brady had one of the worst games of his career, 18 for 39, 150 yards, and no touchdowns and interception. Josh Allen, unfortunately, the Bills could not muster, the could not muster enough offense to counter that. Allen also had a terrible day, 13 for 28, 153 yards, three interceptions. Before he got injured and Barkley went in, 9 for 16, 127 yards, one interception. And that's really the story of the Bills-Patriots rivalry under Brandon B. and Sean McDermott. Ever since the Buffalo Bills hired Sean McDermott in 2017, Tom Brady has struggled against the Bills' defense with the exception of one half. In nine out of ten halves, the Patriots have played the Bills, under Sean McDermott, Tom Brady has thrown more interceptions than touchdowns. <coughs> In only one of those halves did the Patriots get did the Patriots get more than five touchdowns. In only one of those halves did the Patriots get more than 20 points against the Bills' defense. And that was the Christmas 2017 game after the Calvin Benjamin touchdown was taken away. So, Bean and McDermott, so so McDermott and Frazier, they their defense is in Tom Brady's head. They know how to shut him down. But New England is five and zero against the Bills under. McDermott and Frazier because the Bills can't amount any offense. This game for Josh Allen um, was this was a very bad game for Josh Allen <coughs> and I have mixed feelings about it. It, it and it should and this shows why a lot of fans were are um, 
are worried about Josh Allen. This this is Wyoming, Josh. This is why I was initially this I was initially wanted Rosen. I mean the the bad accuracy, the turnovers. Allen is um. Allen is just suffering way too many injuries. Um, Josh Allen is throwing way too many interceptions. His accuracy is starting to become a problem. Now, yes, it is the New England Patriots. Their defense is historically good. Josh Allen is the only player to score a touchdown against New England's defense since the AFC Championship game. When the second, I mean, Allen was awful in the first half, but in the second half, he went six for six. He got a rhythm. He went six for six, and he, he scored a rushing touchdown at the end. So, again, Allen has had his moments. Um, so, um, Allen's has, but, but Allen's has moments, but then after that, Allen got into b- his bad habits. Yes, yes, it's Bill Belichick, and not every coach is like Bill Belichick, and, but I think New England had discovered, um, Allen's weakness. Allen is very effective with his legs, but when it, when he's forced to throw the football, when he's under a lot of pressure, he begins to struggle. <coughs> Josh Allen was taken out on a helmet-to-helmet hit by Jonathan Jones, which I really think he should have been ejected. The NFL is such a messed-up league. They're so worried about concussions and all. But here's the rule. Um, um, I've hit an unobstructed path to his opponent. There, there's a contact clearly avoidable, also very clear. Player lowers his helmet to establish a linear body. This absolutely did not occur. Um, I do feel it's warranted to ejection, reject, ejection, and if it works otherwise, then shame on the NFL. So, again, Allen has room for improvement. I think he should sit out for the Titans game. I think Barkley can take care of things, and then he should come back from the bye when they face a terrible Dolphins team. But let's talk about this defense. Such a phenomenal performance by the defense. Seven straight out, seven outs. Tom Brady having one of the worst games of his career. Only mounts 150 yards. They couldn't do anything on offense. And one of their touchdowns was on a blocked punt. <laughs> so, I can, I can say coming out of that game, I am both angry and pleased. Angry that the Bills lost to the Patriots again. That even when they shut down Tom Brady, even when Brady is looking awful, they still can't beat them. But 
it really showed, but I'm very pleased and I'm very optimistic that the Bills will make it to the playoffs this year, even though I have questions about Josh Allen. The defense is one of the best, if not the best, in the league. They're going to keep the Bills in every single game. The question is, can they mount a, a, a decent amount of, a competent amount of offense to, to win? And honestly, even though I have questions and concerns about Allen, I think Allen, I think Josh Allen is competent enough to get the Bills in the playoffs. <coughs> Again, it is way too early to make a judgment on Josh Allen. He might be a franchise quarterback. He might be a boss. The Bills might be looking for another quarterback in a couple years. But Josh Allen hasn't even played a full 16-game season, so... He has time to grow and develop. The other bright spot on the running on the Bills offense was Frank Gore. He had 17 carries for 109 yards, and he surpassed the 15,000 rushing mark for his career, fourth overall. So I was wrong about Frank Gore. Initially, I criticized the Bills for picking him. I'm like, okay, what do you? I, they drafted Singletary. They had LaShawn McCoy. It's like. Why are you getting this over-the-hill veteran? But Gore showed me that he still has it. He's, he's So far, he's like the Tom Brady of running backs. Just when you think he starts to regress, he gets a little extra effort in there, and he had a great game. Um, one player I think should not be on the Bills, Zay Jones. I mean, I have my concerns about Allen... But to be fair, he's not getting a lot of help. Zay Jones just had an awful game. Only seven catches for 60... He's having an awful year. Seven catches for 69 yards. On one of the Bills interceptions, he was just lazy. It's like he didn't even, even try it. He didn't even attempt to go after the ball. He has just been horrible, and the Bills trade up to get him. The, uh, so I really don't understand why he's on the team. He should be cut. Um, they might, the Bills might want to go to Duke Williams. The offensive line has been kind of eh. To be fair, they're not really giving Josh Allen a lot of time. I think if Ant I mean, so Allen has a lot of problems. I mean, yes, some of it is his fault. I think he has some issues to work out. But, and it could, I've heard a lot of people argue that if Josh Allen could have stayed, didn't get injured and stayed in the game, he would have led a touchdown-winning drive against New England. I really don't know about that. It is the Patriots. They have a phenomenal defense. Belichick has a tendency to make young quarterbacks look bad. So for now, I'm going to chalk this game up to Josh Allen. He was against the Patriots. It was He was against Belichick. He's a young quarterback. So I'm not going to hit the panic button on Josh Allen yet. However, I do have some concerns. That was basically Wyoming Josh. That was the Josh Allen that a lot of Bills fans dreaded drafting. 
So what are your thoughts on that? Hit me on Twitter at jredshell. <coughs> Talking about some other sports now. The Buffalo Sabres will begin their season. Will begin their 50th season against the Pittsburgh Penguins tonight. And they hope to end an eight-year playoff Um, I don't think they're going to do it. Um, they, a lot really needs to go right for the Sabres to make the playoffs. They need a breakout here from, from Dolan. They need a breakout year for Reinhardt. A lot, of, a lot of players really need to break out. And, of course, the question is Ralph Kruger. The biggest question is Ralph Kruger. I feel like the last two coaches, Dan Bilesma and um, Dan Bilesma and Phil Housley, really failed to develop the talent um, the Sabres have had. I mean, there's there's a lot of things um, going on. There's other things that why I don't. There's a couple of the reasons why I don't think the Sabres are making the playoffs. Um, I don't like Sapolka on the second line. But um, I think it's gonna. Um, but I think it will be better than set last year. I think BZ pushes Skinner down. Um, I think the Sabers are gonna put a be around eighty-seven points, upper eighties, lower nineties. So I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. Another reason why I don't think they'll make the playoffs is because the division is tough. Tampa Bay. Toronto and Boston are going to be legit. So, they're going to be scrapping for those final wild card spots. <coughs> but there's a couple of reasons for optimism. One is the power play. I think the first unit will dominate. VZ is a game changer. Olsen is a game changer. Um, they, have ab they have to absolute bomb on east of the side of the ice so teams can skate... So, so, they, the Sabres have to absolute bombs on either side of the ice so teams can't shade to one side. Reinhardt is one of the best net front power play guys in the league. Skinner can do a bit of it all. Dolan should even be better. Colin Miller. I think his potential impact is a, being a bit overlooked. He's magnitudes better than Ristolainen or anyone else we had on that right side. The question about him is could they handle a bigger role? Preseason hasn't given me any reason to doubt he can. Also, he offers the Sabres a legit threat from the point for the second unit. Olofsson. Um, but he has a big impact on the second line. Or pushing the skitter down is big. Either way, they have the legit... They have a chance at a legit second line scoring threat that they didn't have. And of course, Kruger. Our highs of the preseason looked better than anything I saw last year, including the streak. Yes, you can't put much stock in the preseason, but um, I really like the removal of man-to-man -man defense, increased pressure through the neutral zone. I also expect him to have a small positive impact on guys like Millstack, Gergensens, Larson, guys that have been whipping boys but aren't worthless. I don't like to focus on intangibles too much. But there was been a confidence issue here without question. Who would you rather have given your players advice on the mental side of things? Kruger or Housley? Now, the reasons why I don't think the Sabres would be a playoff team was Oposo, Scandella, and Sepulka in that order. 
we all we all know those guys can be bad, and they, they, they and I think they should not be. They're like they're like Zay Jones. They should not be on the roster. So so Jones, Apostle, Scandalis, Saboka should be all gone from Buffalo sports. <laughs> Goaltending, I think Hutton and Allmark would be better because of experience going through a full season and better defensive structure. They'll still be towards the bottom of the league though. Also, I don't like to sell center depth and Millstad. While I think Millstat will be improved, I don't expect the dramatic improvement until next year. Bottle did some positive things, but not enough. But a lot of fans are criticizing him for a slower timeline, for a slower rebuild. But that's what we want. I, well, actually, you want something in the middle. You don't want to rebuild us too fast, like what Murray tried to do. Or you don't want to rebuild us too slow, like Regeer tried to do. So far, I think Bottle's given us a solid middle rebuild. Uh, not too fast, not too slow. Just right. But if this season falls apart, if we fall up... Um, if this season goes haywire like um, the last couple of seasons, if we finish 70 points or worse, then I think Bottle's on the hot seat. I do think Jason Bottle and Ralph Kruger need time. I want Pagula to establish continuity with both teams, but with both the Bills and the Sabres, but it needs to be the right continuity. Um, the Amherst are about to get in the way as well. They had two very good regular seasons in a row that saw them make the playoffs. But um, in both years, they got swept out of the first round of the playoffs. So, I'm not concerned about the roster. I think the Amherst should field, should ice a very good team this year that should make the playoffs. The question is, can Chris Taylor make the adjustments to win in the playoffs. Um, I mean, you, you, they had two tough opponents. Yes, Syracuse and Toronto. But just, it was just so very disheartening, especially last year when they were third in the entire league and then they fell flat on their... and then they fell flat in the playoffs. Like I said, the roster should be fine. Um, um, I think C.J. Smith, Lazar, and Dave will be in the first line. Ellie Asplund, Thompson on the second line. Wilson, Porter, and Grove on the third line. Colonel Malone, and Burton on the third line. Defense looks good. You got Borgia and Fitzgerald. Redmond and Nelson. Mack and Pilot. So... Um, they'll be down ne William Nylander. I mean, he had to go. I mean, he was a disappointment. He was a bust. He was soft. And I'm glad the Everest moved on from him. But yeah, the question... They, they should make the playoffs. The question is, can Taylor make the adjustments to win the playoffs? Major League Baseball. Um... <coughs> Wild card, um, wild card games last night. 
wild card game. Oh, um, last night we saw the Rays beat the Athletics by a score of five to one. Um, Diaz was three for four with two RBIs. Um, Garcia was one for one, four with with four RBIs. So the Oakland Athletics lost nine straight. Um, ML. The Oakland Athletics lost nine straight. Um, um, winner take all games. Um, well, I'm gonna go ahead and commercial. I'm gonna have the college announcements, and I'll be back to talk about baseball when I come back. If you have a question, on Twitter at J Red Show, and come up next is um college announcements. Keep up to nine point seven, the music FM. Ninety point seven, the music FM, and the Anchor Podcast app. Um, in the what the song you just heard was "I'm 18" by Alice Cooper. In the um, in the NL wildcard game, um, the Washington Nationals defeat the Milwaukee Brewers by a score of four to three. It was three to four Brewers in the eighth inning. Um, Grandel was one for three with two RBIs. Um, Eric Sainz was two for four with two RBIs. <coughs> but in um, the eighth inning, Ron, Juan, so- Juan Soto hit a 3-1 RBI. Um, it got past Trent Grisham, who lost the ball, and three runs scored, and the Nationals will move on to face the L.A. Dodgers. Soto's one for four. So... Pretty amazing win by the um, Brewers. Um, Grisham's going to have a long offseason to think about his error. So MLB, play, NL, the Divisional Series is going to be underway. Um, it's going to be the Dodgers versus the Nationals. It's going to be the Rays versus the um, Astros. Yankees versus the Twins. And Braves versus the Cardinals. For the Yankees, um, they have a very complicated first base situation. They have five. They have four players that could be first basemen that could play that position: Mike Ford, Luke Voigt, Edwin Encarnacion, and DJ LeMahieu. Ford has been a familiar face in the lineup since August, having a 350 on base percentage. Um. A 3.53 batting average. He basically turned to Mike Trout. Um, for the for the for the um for Voight, um, he he leads the team with a 3.78 on base percentage. Um, with the MVP cal with the MVP caliber season LeMayu has put together, Voight was still able to get more on base was still able to get on base salt more often. It was, it was amazing that Voigt was able to get on base as much as he did. And Carson has been um, out with an injury since mid-September. Um, he, has, he has 34 home runs in 109 games. Um, LeMay, he was probably MVP type season. So, um, the Yankees are 
pretty loaded. Um, a lot of fans are comparing them to their last World Series team in 2009. Um, um, they have an electrifying young core, a, a new manager. Um, seven out of nine players in 2009, seven out of nine players that signed out played 140 games. Alex Rodriguez and Jorge Posada was the only two that fell under 140 games. Um, the Yankees scored 915 runs in in 90 in um, 09 and 219 and 943 this year. Both teams finished 103 and 59 and won the AL East. So. So basically, that this this is why a lot of Yankee fans are optimistic about winning their 28th World Series. However, um, I'm cautiously optimistic. I've warmed up to this team. However, I do. Uh, the playoffs is a brand new atmosphere. The, the, the playoffs are a brand new game, and I do think Houston is really, really, really good. You gotta get past Minnesota first. Minnesota's really good. They hold the MLB record for most home runs in a season. But I think the Yankees should take care of business. I think they'll win in, in four games. <laughs> but, um... Well, let's say, two years ago, when the Yankees played the Astros in the ALCS, the... Astros won all seven, the home team won all seven games. So they're going to be on the road when, when they likely face Houston. A lot of Yankee fans, that's why a lot of Yankee fans are rooting for Tampa Bay. And Tampa Bay, with all, with all their injuries and all that worked against them, they had a pretty impressive season themselves. Um, so, um... So the, the the Rays are a well-run organization. I mean, the, this is proof that you can find a way to compete with a small payroll. And how owners like Bob Nutting, um, and how owners like Bob Nutting um, and the Pirates are just so poorly run. P fans complain about a poor, a lack of a hard salary cap, a lack of a hard salary cap, and how large market teams can compete. But you look at teams like Oakland and Tampa Bay and Cleveland, they're the ones that are competing every year. Meanwhile, the Orioles, the um, the Pirates, the Marlins, they continue to embarrass themselves every year. Just like how the Bills embarrass themselves for 20 years under Ralph Wilson. So, what do you think, folks? What are your thoughts on sports? Anything else? Hit me on Twitter at JRedShow. I'm heading out to my. I gotta be heading out right now, but I'll be back next Thursday. I'll be a request. Hit me on Twitter at JRedShow. And here's Van Halen with Happy Trails, and I will see you later. <laughs>